The Tigers are playing. Two nights. I never miss a game. Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Give me all you got! You know, I don't know how to do laundry, Stuart. I've been needing laundry lessons. You're goddamn right. Welcome to Comic-Con. A geek podcast for the rest of us. A geek podcast for the rest. When you turn to a life of crime, it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Where did you go and what did you do? Seriously, I mean, the black hat, the black uh, baseball cap, and then the and then the jacket, like, you're incognito right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Like, it's very Harrison Ford, like, I got to blend into this parade. Well, she's not going to tell her story ever again. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I laughing? I shouldn't <laughs> laugh at that. No, you shouldn't. You shouldn't laugh at manslaughter, but because you, you said she, you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 no fun if you kill a man, is it? Oh, it's no fun if you could just kill a man. You know what I mean? Right. right. I mean, but a woman. Yeah, a woman. Woman. That's when that's when people catch feelings. Oh yeah, must be insane. Right. Anytime. Anytime. That's what we're talking about tonight, kids. Murdering women on Comic Con's podcast. Welcome to another episode. Is that what we're talking about? We're we're changing changing the theme of the podcast. We're no longer. We're doing true crime from here on out. Yeah, true crime. All true crime. Even though I was so excited that, and you called me out for it, I'm just going to tell the Kamikanzis because you didn't say anything and you were going to let me probably slide with this, but I was visibly pointing at my Joker shirt, my Mm -hmm. animated Joker shirt, to to just revel in the excitement of what we're going to talk about tonight. And you kind of made a face like, Look at this motherfucker over here, just so excited. Yeah. He's just yeah. so excited. I just, I just pointed at the, the blood stain still on his sweatshirt. <laughs> what if you really found out that I, I went out and killed a woman tonight? I'd still love you, and I'd still, uh, I'd still talk to you. You think this will make the news at least? Well, let's let's be honest. Let me backtrack. If I found out you murdered somebody, I know you, right? Mm-hmm. I would assume that it was for a good reason. Mm-hmm. See now, if you were living like a double life, where you were just on the prowl, and <laughs> unbeknownst to me, you were just getting off on murdering women, innocent women, mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. I will put you down. <laughs> I feel like there will be enough evidence against me from this podcast to be like, hmm, he shows up one night in a hoodie and a hat. <laughs> yeah, he did kill somebody. Any other time, he's wearing comic book shit. Well, I know you had to run out somewhere, so I like to think you just like to be incognito because the frothing of the mouth fans and the kamikazes out there, the dickheads, you just don't want to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So you're yeah. incognito because of that, because of the podcast, not because you're, you know, mint moonlighting as a as a marauder or a murderer. Right. It's just that one that one Comic-Cons fan at uh at the liquor store. Yeah, and he knows and he knows you, and he goes, "Oh, what kind of a night is it going to be?" No, his, his name is actually uh, Lester, and he's like, "Can you can you loan me a dollar, buddy?" <laughs> oh, shit. I'll listen to you. I'll listen. Does he yeah. say, "Let me hold twenty dollars"? Does he say, "Let me hold twenty dollars"? Let yeah. me hold twenty dollars. Let me hold twenty dollars. And I let him hold it. <laughs> I, take him, I take him around the corner, and he holds me. Oh shit! Oh god! You are a sight for sore eyes. Has anybody ever said that to you before? Actually, no. Yeah. I never got a sight for sore eyes. I got that a couple times. And like, I, I, I always get like, um, here comes this motherfucker. Oh. I get him. Yeah. Damn. Sometimes I'll get, you know, boy, ain't you a sight for sore eyes? Or I'll get, some motherfucker's always trying to ice skate uphill. And then I got to go, Wesley? Wesley, where you at? Wesley. Oh. Huh? That means you're dancing at meat houses at night. You getting hot in that uh that hoodie yet? Why don't you take no, that? No, no, I'm just wet. The you know the blood stains it, it keeps me <laughs> cool. Should I take this whole thing out? We probably shouldn't be joking about murdering anybody, let alone just murdering women. I feel like if we were, isn't that fucked up though in this day and age that no. we could joke about? Yes, we could joke about murdering a dude. 
Yes. But because we're talking about murdering a woman, it's like it's it's almost worse because we're two men, you know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't see why it's uh, taboo. I mean, it's probably happening right now. I don't know. Well, I'm sure it's happening. I mean, what's what's the stats on that? Let's let's should we look that up real quick? <laughs> Isn't it one every minute? Is it really one every minute? Right. Somebody's getting murdered every minute. I mean, I mean, somebody's gone right now in Chicago. I know that for somebody. Yeah, somebody's gone to Chicago, and they see, wish a Cape Crusader was there. They wish. There we go. Segway, kids. They wish a dark night, a silent protector, would show up with a Kevin Conroy voice to stop a murder. Yeah, take that bill. That bill voice. Yeah, I like really? it. Really? Yeah, I liked it. You don't want to. Broad Martin. And how would a bail Batman stop you from murdering said woman in the park? I'm assuming you were in a park. Oh man, in the in a park? Yeah, because your whole outfit. As a, I always I see myself as a as a under the bridge. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like you're you're under I, the bridge park, like that part under the yeah, you that know, Jody Foster bridge. Yeah, I'm I'm like that under the bridge, like maybe I'm off the freeway or something. I don't know. God damn! But you're in like the you got like sweatpants on let me see like that, i'm that I'm like that stalker yeah i'm in full i'm in full uh <laughs> you are you really I'm are in full, i'm in full arrest mode right now if i step outside i'm getting arrested <laughs> six three black man in the <laughs> okay yeah. i'm getting arrested if i step outside like this this isn't a costume this is a death wish oh shit is getting dark tonight man it's getting dark <laughs> Oh God! Witching hour. Where you been spending your nights? I'm not going to clean it up here. I could clean it up and tell you where I, where I really was, but I'm not. No, no, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna leave it as it is. I mean, let's keep it going. Would you be at my trial at least? Of course, I would be at your at, trial. At my sentencing, because I'm guilty. You don't I'm, think I'd visit? Not only would I be at your trial, I'd be visiting you. I'd okay. write you letters. You know, I mean, we could cast from uh, from prison. We could cast from prison. It, would they well depending on where you were i guess i mean i mean i i, I doubt that glass you know face to face thing actually still exists I, I think we could be in a room we can't you know embrace each other but we you can bring in your mic yeah it's set up and everything else and set I'd, up i'd bring my little task cam i'd come in i'd put it in the middle of the table and in the middle we'd, of the table. we'd probably go. pick up some of the other conversations from some of the right. other fellow inmates right wouldn't that be interesting is it worth pursuing this horrific endeavor just to see what it would be like to cast from prison? Worth every second. No. <laughs> it will be worth it. How many fans would we have? Story, the storylines. What's fucked up about it is based on the whole true crime demographic and, and, and the people that froth at the mouths over those podcasts and those TV shows. I mean, shit. Just the other day, I was having a nice, sunny, positive vibes kind of day. When you shot me that murdered my dad Netflix show. That's what I'm saying. What I mean to to talk about murder nowadays, it's 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 way worse things to talk about. Right. And and I just feel like I almost feel like that's one surefire way, pun intended, to get mm -hmm. to get famous. Right, to grow this base. Right. I mean, if we could get I mean I mean, let's stick with the Batman thing. If we could get Folks, the way the Riddler did in the Batman, you know, oh, Jesus, to just, to just swarm a coliseum dressed as Riddler and just gun down people. I mean, now that now that's another idea. I think, we, I think we have reached the top at that point. Right. Not only not only talking about hypothetical murder scenarios between us, but also advocating mass violence for other strangers towards yeah, other strangers. Just, yeah. Just mass murder. Can you imagine? Can the, can the Kamikazes imagine like ten random dudes dressed like? Nick Stevens with Catwoman shirts and glasses, just storming, you know, a museum right now. <laughs> they're all wearing Comic Con's podcast T-shirts, right? Right. Oh, they're wearing Catwoman shirts. They were, of course, Catwoman. of course, because because they because they love they're, it. They're diehard fans. <laughs> they're diehard fans. Heard it here first, Comic Consies. We want you to take back the cities. What does Bane say outside Blackgate Prison? No, it's yours. It's yours. Now's the time to strike. Oh, Something like that. It's always nice to see a criminal gather an army. Well, you bring up an interesting point. We root for criminals sometimes, don't we? Yeah. 
We root for Neil in Heat, even though we know he's a bad guy. We root for him. Do we do? Do you ever really root for Hannah, Detective Hannah Al Pacino, to catch De Niro's Neil? Do you no. ever really? No, no, no. You like Pacino. He's great in the movie, but you really root for Neil, right? You you hate that Neil went back after Wayne Grove? Absolutely. You hate that he made time. He made time. Look at me. Look at me. Pop, pop. Yeah. Man, that fucking Wayne Grove. It's all about charisma with a with a villain or or a bad guy. If they're charismatic, then yeah, you got me. If only there was a universe in which villains were like the number one <laughs> draw to said universe. If only there was a show, even an animated show that came out and every episode highlighted a new said villain. Mm -hmm. Hmm. What could we possibly talk about or expand upon? Especially if we want to get away from this murder death kill streak that we're on right now. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about, but I feel like you have a girls gone wild thing going on at your apartment complex. Right you hear all that? I hear. Hey, dude, we got people throwing down the clubhouse. We got fireworks and it really is girls gone wild because they girls, not women. Oh, young girls running around. I, I just feel like one day somebody's just going to throw panties in there and just leave. You know, throw, throw panties in the <laughs> in the booth and just leave. Now, <laughs> now, now. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The ultimate, <laughs> the penultimate make or break deal here is going to be what your boy here. Nick Stevens does mm -hmm. with said panties once they get thrown in. If they get thrown in here, you see him get thrown in here, but I keep moving, I keep talking, I don't even break a sweat, you know, or do I pick up said panties and I just. Right. right. Do you right. dodge it or do, do you catch it with your teeth? Right. Oh, catch it with the teeth, but, but I still don't break stride. You don't break stride. Like, I'm like, remember Batman 1989 or Robocop? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, like I said. <laughs> Thank you, honey. They know. You were speaking about another universe where villains just, yeah. just uh, they appear weekly. Is that, yes. is that what you're saying? A weekly baddie. A weekly baddie. Right. With a great story arc. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You don't know what's coming. You don't know what's coming. So you see that title card. Right. After the intro. Right. And what kind of an intro was it? Welcome to Comic-Con's podcast, the geek podcast for the rest of us. Who are the motherfucking rest of us? My name is Nick Stevens, and I am your host, but where aren't we all? And joining me, of course, my Mona Malta, my Mona Mahashi, my best friend, my BFF, my co-host with the most. Your murderer in arms. My murderer in arms. Here he is. Dead man walking. Can't seem to get him. First you try to get him. Then you try to stop him. Then you try to change him. But here he is, Mr. James motherfucking Powell. Hey. Hove, Kelly, not guilty. Here we go. <laughs> I think I'm going to put this whole thing up as a video so everybody can see. Because I think the people need to see like how incognito you are. Mm -hmm. You know? They need to see it right. know, to believe it. All right. Evidence. <laughs> Evidence for you, just in case. Just in case. And uh, we're going to talk about a little thing tonight. But we're going to do something a little special tonight, right? We're going to do something different. Right. You know? I uh, I got another device here in the booth. Me, I'm all queued up. All right. Before, 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 hmm, but before I have my stroke, and uh, before I uh, go into all that, <laughs> no, look at me. So we're murdering people. We're murdering people, and we're making fun of stroke victims tonight. <laughs> Just I was just getting so excited, you know, right? And it almost happened. I almost got the panties in here. Somebody just ran by the booth. It's wild over there. It's, <laughs> it's Friday wild. night. Fuck it. Friday night's a great time for football. And Billy Blinks. Mm -hmm. um, look, I'm just going to come out of the gate. All right. We're coming up on Batman, the animated series, 30th anniversary. Why is this show so great? We talk about it almost every episode, or at least we talk about Batman every goddamn episode. But why mm. is this show? Why is that show like the... Why, why is it the greatest of all time? God damn, there's a lot going on over here. God. You picked the right night. I picked the right night. Mm -hmm. Tonight's the night. 
Because, I mean, that that animated series is the pillar and just the genesis for where we are right now. I feel, I feel you're right. right. Like and nothing is nothing. The animation from that episode, that's that's what DC is trying to build, build, built upon, you know. Right. For the future where they're wrecking it right now. Right. I mean, it's the foundation, isn't it? Yeah. It kind of ties into the 89, 92 because he had that Danny Elfman score. It ties into the tone, the Tim Burton tone, because that's what was just working at the time. And I feel like, I hate to say it, but if it ain't broke, don't what? Don't fuck it. Right, don't fuck it. Mm -hmm. I just feel like it works. And I know it works because our generation and even younger generations still look at that shit, still watch the show and still watch the old Batman movies and still like, like that style like that dark style the dark style anime it's so noirish it's so there's goddamn police blimps in the sky right, right. you know um I don't, was it supposed to you when you watch that show do, is it like in the it almost looks like it takes place in like the 50s or 60s or something the, the way i always took it is like B batman takes place in like that classic era like that 30s, 40s type. Uh, even further maybe, back. Right, or even further back, where, whereas it's still, you still get futuristic technology. At yeah. The time. Like yeah. The, the, the same way, uh, what, who was it? The, that, that, that Fleischman Superman was? Fleischer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fleischer, yeah. That style animation. Right. And, and, and that time frame. You know what? You're absolutely right. It's it's supposed to, I guess, have an homage to that time frame where the cars looked a certain way, people dressed right. a certain way. Mm -hmm. But even like the sci-fi techie stuff that you're talking about and even like some of the gadget stuff is like quasi-futuristic, but only futuristic for that time. Because even 8 or 9 had like, I mean, aside from the Joker's henchman's cars, 89 had like old timey cars, like that 30s, 40s cars. Did it and really? Even, I can remember in, in forever. It had like old car, old timey, like 30s and 40s. Right. Really? Yeah. I thought I thought the cars yeah. in those movies were just the cars of the times. Because yeah, if if I'm recalling right, it's when Bruce uh visits uh Nicole Kidman for the first time as uh for the for the psych visit. And when he's step when he's going into the office. You see, like old cars on the street, right? Yeah, right. And that's from like the animated series. One hundred percent. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And I think that style has like stayed with us over the years. I keep coming back to it. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's all on the HBO Max. If you don't know, kids, you googs. If you if you're listening to the show. And you're finding yourself like, oh, I do. I, you know, I, I always liked Comic Con's podcast, but uh, I just never watched Batman the Animated Series. And I, I don't mean to like make fun of your voice. Maybe you don't sound like that at all. Maybe you're like, hey, man, I'm not gonna fall for the banana in the tailpipe. You know, maybe, maybe you sound like that. I don't know. Or maybe, maybe you sound like this. I brought mine, but I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen the animated series. You know, I don't know. You should check it out, all right? Even if you're not a quote-unquote comic book or cartoon guy, if you like anything that we talk about on the show, chances are you might like this fucking animated series. Is that is that wrong to assume, James? I never met anyone that said they didn't like the animated series. Right. Even people we know, James Schuler, who hates Batman, mm -hmm. he knows that the animated series is the GOAT, you know? Right. And I think that, I think it really is. Is it the greatest animated show period of all time only rival i can come to is that x-men that 90s x-men okay that's the only rival that can come to that animated series now can x-men rival it just on sheer volume alone because it had so many and the storytelling mm -hmm. that was authentic that was straight from the comic book storytelling yeah they did a good for, job for that x-men 90s you know but the, like i said the writing for animated series is just fantastic you know that's very, just off the top. It's very mature. Yeah, both both of them were, were mature. Yeah, yeah. Is that what we're missing nowadays? From not so much. I mean, some like the later the later adaptations of of a Batman. It, it kind of kept that that 
that mature feel. Like you had to be a little bit of age to understand what was going on. Like I said, Batman Beyond still had a, a mature feel. Mm-hmm. And I feel like uh, Beware the Batman had a mature feel to it. Beware the Batman. Beware the Batman deserves a second season. It does. It really does. Mm. Now we're going to do some commentary. You picked an episode. I picked an episode. We're going to do some commentary episodes. We're going to put them out for the Comic-Cons to listen to. But before we get into that, Mm. I thought we'd do a little little brush over on some favorites. Okay. You know, because I asked the Comic-Cons, I said, you know, what's your favorite episode? Mm -hmm. You know, what makes you dick? What makes you dick? Did you say what makes you dick? What makes you dick? Dick. That should be a new segment. What makes you dick? What makes you dick? Yeah. Yeah. What makes you dick? Well, I'll tell you what makes my dick. Mm-hmm. Yellow long jackets. <laughs> I knew what was going to happen with young girls. I knew it. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Even my condition is a condition. Say it's a predator, <laughs> not the prey. Oh, just bear with me. Uh, bear with me. <clears throat> so I basically asked again the Comic Cons what their favorite episode was. Okay, let's just go down the line here. All right. For the tenth time. For the tenth time. <laughs> I had to get my I had to get my bearings back. Uh, anytime somebody accuses me of being a sexual predator, I'd always just get a little, you know, over a little choked up. <laughs> a little choked up because it's honest. I still have the video of of, of you uh, walking behind. Easy. Some girls in Easy McDonald's. Now. Easy now. That was circumstantial. Okay, that was purely circumstantial. We'll say that's providence. They were walking in. I was walking out. Okay. Mm. All right. You saw me clear as day walking out, and it was just mm. fucked up that you had had ample time to get your camera ready. And I was opening the door for them. I was being a gentleman. You know. I was, you know, mm. I was letting them in. Aren't all predators gentlemen at first? <laughs> yeah. Why am I laughing? Why am I laughing at that? Because evil is fun. Evil evil is fun, you know. It's not my fault, you know. She's just... All right, I'm going to stop there. I'm not going to keep going. Not going to keep going. At Svetsy on Svetsy. Two-Face. Now, wait a a fucking second. How did you know how to say that? I'm just, I'm honestly... S-V-E-T-Y-A... V O N S V E T Y. Oh, wow. I think that's right. Might be a bot. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But it sent you a question. It sent you an answer. It sent me an answer. It said Two Face. Oh, it's somebody. Not specifically which Two Face episode. I'm assuming the Two Face episode. It was only two. It was only a two uh, episode arc. Yeah, but I mean, he was in other episodes. But but if you say to me your favorite one is the Two Face one, I'm assuming you mean the origin. That's one. what they, that's what I'm yeah thinking about. yeah that's what I'm thinking yeah. Uh, at Turok eighty nine Demon Quest, which if uh, fans can't recall or non initiated people can't recall, that would be the Raz Al Ghul. Raz Al Ghul. That's another two part. That almost made my list for tonight. Maybe we can revisit it. But that's I mean that's where Bruce goes to the far reaches of beyond to <laughs> chase after mm-hmm. Raz Al Ghul. Talia gets involved. Mm-hmm. Very good episode. Very good episode. Um, and actually, David Warner, rest in peace. He just passed away. He voiced uh, Ra's al Ghul in the animated series. Hmm. He also he was also the scientist in Team NT too. If that needs to jog your memory, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, he was something. He was in Titanic. Like, I think. Uh, he was in Titanic. He didn't have too much of a speaking role, but I want to say he was in something way earlier. Uh, like a like an Excalibur type movie. Maybe I'm thinking about something. Probably. Else. I mean, he was a Brit. Yeah, he was a Brit. And he played oh, Jack the uh, Ripper. Exorcist. Exorcist. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Exorcist three. Exorcist one. He's in one. He's in one. Mm. He was the uh, reporter. Oh, he's the reporter. Okay. Yeah. With uh, when he was just trying to tell Gregory Peck, like, dude, like your son's the devil. <laughs> Hold on, stop. Okay. Now, 
I think we just need to abandon this whole show and just 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 redo the exorcist, but like redo the script so that he comes in. What does he say again? Dude, <laughs> your son's the goddamn devil. You need to kill him with these 12 fucking knives and, and, and let's get it over with. I would watch any rendition of your movie if you just if you just did like your own summation, you know, like a riff tracks kind of thing. Because just... try, I mean, any, any exorcist fans is listening. He the you say David Warner, he was trying to tell Gregory Peck for like an hour. You're like, I've been reporting on this kid for year for right. a, a few months. Right. And you got him. He needs to die. He's got to go. He's got to go. I like I found the grave of his mama. His mama was a dog. <laughs> okay. She was. She was a jackal. I know. I know. But oh. he, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying. His mama was a dog. Right. At least I didn't say bitch. His mother was a bitch. His mother was a bitch. Did you ever see the George C. Scott Exorcist Three? I didn't, I liked it. I I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I don't know what I was about to criticize, but I did like it. <laughs> you were like, I didn't. I, I liked it. Yeah, I did like it. Yeah, I love George scary. C. Scott. Another rest yeah. in peace. Mm-hmm. He's so charismatic, right? You can watch him in anything. Even that old school Drew Barrymore Firestarter. Watch it, kids, if you haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, I'm not a big Exorcist guy. You know, I don't celebrate the Exorcist catalog. I don't even like possession movies. You know, I don't fuck with that shit. That's all your you shit. Go, all you just gotta. I mean, if you're gonna do Exorcist, just go one, two, and you're done. You don't have pro- to go Damon. You don't have to go Omen 3. You're probably right. But with Exorcist 3, you get that awesome scene in the hospital where George C. Scott just unloads on that fucking nurse for no reason mm-hmm. when she's like, that would have to be in the file. And he goes, it's not in the file. It's not out of nowhere. He just fucking goes zero to fucking 60. And that stayed with me for all my years. I take it back. I was fucking wrong the whole time. It's the Omen. That's what I'm talking about. You're talking about I, the omen? I'm talking about the omen with, with David Dr. Warner. With David Warner. Not the Exorcist. As the reporter. And I believed you. I was like, oh, he was the reporter? He he still was saying your son's the goddamn devil. It's the all omen. that all that shit was true. The omen, right. Yeah. I was gonna say, because you said you said son and Exorcist is a girl. So I was like, but I just I just rolled with it. Right. Because again, I'm not a possession guy. I'm not a I'm not a possession exorcist demon guy. I don't like those movies. Because how many times did Beetlejuice watch Exorcist? 50 fucking times. <laughs> 176 times. And it keeps getting better every time I see it. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> you think I'm qualified? Oh, that, when he says you think I'm qualified, that's Batman 89. That is Batman voice. That's yeah. Batman voice. You think I'm qualified? Right. Yeah. Because when he Ju- sees that Juilliard, that's Bruce Wayne. Well, I attended Julia. Oh, you're so fucking right, dude. Yeah. Dude. Well, I attended Julia. Let's let's cue it up. Can we just cue it up real quick so we can fucking so the people at home know what the fuck we're I mean, talking about? I mean, anytime you catch a former Batman in some other movie, you at least want him to hit the voice one time. Because Bell right. Bell hit it in, in Love and Thunder. He did hit it in Love and Thunder. Right. Where are the other drugs? <laughs> Swear to me. Now you got to hear this. Oh, God. Now we're going to do one of these fucking things. Oh, no. It's not Hold cute. On. No, it's, it's not. not no. See, it was queued up. But we got some sound things going on here. Right? Oh, no. We got we got, we got got some Bluetooth stuff going on. You're connecting to the, the, the stadium's Bluetooth over there. Yeah, exactly. And all, of a, and all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the podcast is being aired. How fantastic would that be? The that podcast would be. is being aired. All across the stadium. Here we go. At a minor league stadium. For instance, uh, what are your qualifications? Ah, well, I attend the Juilliard. I'm a graduate of the Harvard Business School. I travel quite extensively. I lived through the Black Plague, and I had a pretty good time during that. I've seen The Exorcist about 167 times, and it keeps getting funnier every single time I see it. Not to mention the fact that you're talking to a dead guy. Now, what do you think? You think I'm qualified? Yeah, that was, right? Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, you think I'm qualified? I love doing a good Michael Keaton, you know? Hey, you wouldn't call it. It's that Beetlejuice. I wonder where a guy like me can. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> spot on. That's spot on. All right, let's keep going down the list here, folks. Uh, what do we got? 
Alice Ano. Mm-hmm. True story. At Alice Ano. DM for nudes if you are fucking. See, I just thought I'd throw that in there. Sometimes the bots hit you up, kids. And I, I thought to myself, why include this, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously not, not partaking into the conversation. Keep but it I, real. I, I want to keep it real, right? You know, you get those requests sometimes, and then you get like, oh, what's a request? Not a friend request, but like a message request. And mm-hmm. then whether or not you want to approve it. I always approve it. Oh, oh you I, always approve. Because I want to read it. I'd be and, scared of some fucking Nigerian trying to take my financial... uh account stuff oh, i always let them in i always let them in and then oh I, wow and then i block them mm, but it's too late they're inside i like i like it when people get inside me for for like a, a brief mm. brief moment in time mm. i like i like letting people in for you know mm-hmm. as paul mccartney once said let them in mm-hmm. you know what i mean so I like the penetration i like a little bit of penetration a little pagan Hmm. Ah, side under <laughs> underscore squad. Anything poison ivy or clock king related? Clock king. He does well, fuck I, with that I clock king. Have what? Two? I think clock king had about one or two. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. I know the main clock king episode. I don't remember anything else. Maybe. Oh, maybe he was in that like robes when they thought they killed Batman. Okay. I, I'm sure. I'm sure he popped up in the uh, the trial. You know, where they had everybody show up. Right. I mean, the great thing about Clock King is he wasn't like a regularly used villain, but he has a lot of that same kind of campiness that like a lot of the Flash villains had, you know, but it it still worked in this world, you know, like a guy fascinated and all these villains are just obsessed with one thing, you know, that just drives them insane, Mm -hmm. you know. You got the Mad Hatter who's obsessed with like the Alice in Wonderland lore. You have the Two Face who's obsessed with that. That what would you even call that? The, the, well, the... I, 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 you would, I, I guess you would say Two Face was just obsessed with chance and duality. Duality. There you go. It drove him mad. I was about to say dichotomy, but that wasn't the right word. Um, yeah, and you have Cro- Killer Croc. Is he really obsessed with anything? Not really. I guess. No, just... no. He just had uh, bad skin. What about Solomon Grundy? Solomon Grunner made an appearance on the animated series. Didn't he show up towards the end? Or was he in the Justice League shows? That's when I stopped. Okay. When when they started, when they made uh Bruce, when, they gave, when they gave him blue eyes? When they gave him blue eyes, that's when yeah. I stopped. <laughs> but the only good thing about that was Batgirl showed up a lot more. And I, and I liked and that. Batgirl did and, show up more. And, and you Night, got you got more Nightwing action. You got Nightwing action with that mullet. The mullet. That's oh. true. The best Nightwing. The best Nightwing. Is Mullet. We can bring that back. Mullets are back in. Mullet Nightwing is awesome. Just shave it underneath a little bit too. Make it a little uneven. I like that. Uneven? Mm. Yeah, you know, make it a little, you know. But you still want that blue and black. Oh, gotta have that blue and black. Mm -hmm. Or black and blue. However they decide to do it. Black and blue, yeah. I mean, that's what Batman is, right? He's blue and gray. Blue and gray, yeah. 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 I need that yellow. I need that utility belt to be yellow, and I need that yellow black insignia back. Mm. I need that. You're not gonna get it. I know. Yep. I know you did. Camisms mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hashtag says almost got him and POV. Almost got him is a great one. We're all sitting around the table like I almost got him. That's what. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. One of my favorites. Because that, that's got the great line with your boy when uh, Poison Ivy shows up. She goes, hey, Harv, long time no see. And then he makes some remark about wanting to k- kill her with a truck. Mm-hmm. Like hit her with a truck. And that's in a kid's show that came on during Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. You know? Because they got bad blood. If you don't know kids, you googs. Um, and then POV, of course, has the, everybody's telling the, the story about their encounter with Batman from their own POV, you know? And no, not to be confused with Brazzers, MILFs coming into the bedroom, performing various acts on you from a POV stance. Or, or, or MILF POV, one of my favorite. Oh, yeah, MILF POV is great. Yeah, great. Yeah. You ever get tired of the POV? Uh, not of MILF POV, yeah. because th- those seem like real mamas. They do they seem like real mamas. They yeah. just want to you know, get some action. Like the MILF audition ones are on the bed, and they give a little background on themselves right, first. Right, and, right. He, he talks to them for at least 20 minutes. <laughs> it's a good 20 minutes, isn't it? And, you gotta... and, he, and he spreads Amigo. Well, he makes them strip, 
He's right. wearing the legal. Right. He he gives them lube because hey, they're real moms. They're dry. Right. They, and, uh, God damn. You have to. And, and he goes to town. Whoever this guy is, I, I still don't know his name. I don't know him either. I thought he was J Mac, but the cat came back the very next day. No, it's not J Mac. No, it's not. He recognized J Mac from a mile I, I, away. I know. I know J Mac's cock. <laughs> you know it by the cock alone. You don't even have well, to. Not see so it. much the cock alone. I know it by that little knot in his stomach too. God. Okay. Some poor bastard tonight, or mm-hmm. or this morning, depending on when this goes up, uh, mm-hmm. just wanted to listen to us talk about Batman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't know we were going to take him for a ride. <clears throat> Kobayashi underscore Jedi, our friend. He said, hard to pick just one, so many, but if I had to choose, I would have to go with Almost Got Him. Again, another another pull for Almost Got Him. You and then sound he said, like Commissioner Gordon reading that letter from Batman. I know, right? <laughs> No, I mean, Harvey Dent. <laughs> call me. Call me. And not just any Harvey Dent. The Harvey Dent. The, the one, Harvey The one we should have got. Right. Uh, best noir-inspired episode is a bullet for Bullock. Yes, I know I already answered. No, I agree. I think there's, cer- there's certain episodes that are more noir-ish than others. I think those ones are – I think all those are really good ones, like POV, Almost Got Him, Bullet for Bullock. I don't remember how Bullet for Bullock went. But I remember it being a good episode. Well, you you, you kind of uh, you like that episode just because at this point now you're seeing Bullock really rely on Batman after right. what two three two seasons of Bullock always bashing always or uh, you know relying on Batman and always giving Batman a hard time when he's on the crime scene, giving him a hard time and having a hard on for Batman this whole time. Right, you know. Right. Hey, man. You get a fucking hard on for me or what? What the fuck? And we don't mean like hard on the way that Powell and I talk about hard ons. I mean, hard on in this vernacular is bad, right? If somebody has a hard on for you. It's like, this guy's got a fucking, you give me any more of that jurist, my fucking diction crap, you know? I mean, if you're a cop in Gotham City at the time and you see this, this, this six foot guy in a costume at the crime scene, would you have a problem with that? I guess I would. Like I'm doing, I'm doing my job every day, going in and out. But this guy, this, this guy, guy, this guy comes in, he takes the collar in with the cape, no less, and he has a jet hovering over this building, and he just comes in and just you know gets what he wants. Fuck that. I mean, imagine seeing it in real life, though. Imagine seeing like, like a six foot. Like hulking, not hulking, but you know what I mean. Like overbearing, like physically right. imposing presence in a dark fucking suit with a bat mask on. A bat mask on and disguising his voice. And it's got to be that modulator from Ben Affleck, right? It's got like yeah, it's, it's got to be that one. It's yeah. got because that's the only it's real way. life. Yeah, real yeah. life. You know? Yeah, you will. You know. Right. Oh, because I mean, I mean, Bale could probably get away with it. Bale was pretty much whispering. He was. Yeah. Not so much Pattinson. I, I believe I could, I, I'll be able to tell that was Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I feel like I could too. Yeah. And Keaton was just straight up. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll never be able to tell you that was. <laughs> never. Never. I'm not going to kill you. Never. I want you to tell your friends about me. All right. That fucking Keaton. Can we take a pause here real quick? Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to our commentary. I, by the way, I, I booked you for the whole night. I hope you know that. You're, you're not leaving me till till after midnight. Oh, it is fine. This is a okay. great alibi for me. Okay. <laughs> Shit. So, uh, we got to talk about Keaton for a second. Mm-hmm. Because, and this might, this is one of those things that happens on podcasting, kids. So, I'm just going to say this right now. What I'm about to say oh. may or may not be the case by the time this episode drops, okay? News might have changed. Things happen. The center cannot hold a Chenny Achebe if you don't know your googs. Things fall apart, I mean. <laughs> so Michael Keaton may or may not have a future in the DC universe after all, because we already they already canceled Batgirl. Okay. Mm-hmm. His cameo in Aquaman got pulled. And now this Flash movie may not may never see the light of day, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, and and I wanted to get your thoughts on it, sir. I mean, with Warner Brothers weighing it, you know. Mm-hmm. What do you think about all this? What do you think about all this Ezra Miller, 
obviously we know it's all crazy, but we know he's obviously going through some shit in his personal life. But what do you think about people's personal lives impacting the movie? Look, Black Adam gets greenlit. <laughs> Black Adam. Black Adam. Green. Yeah. Black Adam makes it out of this storm. Yeah. I don't get that. Uh, I don't know what's happening right now. It's it's a entire like full on overhaul that's happening mm-hmm. with Warner Brothers right now, and Discovery coming in and taking over and shifting the balance a little bit. So whatever Discovery has in store for Warner Brothers, DC, HBO, we have we're gonna have to ride it out, and I think it. it it will be for the best. I don't like the idea that they shelved Batgirl. But here's the thing. Batgirl, the movie is done. If I'm Apple, I'm like, okay, I'll pick this up. If I'm Amazon, okay, I'll pick this up if they don't want it. That's an interesting point. I thought about that too. Do you think they can even get the rights to something like that? You can get the rights. To that I mean, Batgirl. obviously. That, that Batgirl movie can come out. It's just it can't come out under that Discovery Warner Brothers thing right now. I wonder if they let it go though, or or if it's or if part go. of the overhaul is like maybe like, do you think maybe? And then we're all speculating here, you know. Yeah. We we don't know anybody at DC, yeah. you know. Yeah. But do you think potentially this part of this overhaul and cleaning house, so to speak, mm-hmm. is also like recasting, moving people around, and right, right, because now 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 they're touching Blue Beetle now. They're gonna touch Blue Beetle a little bit. Whoa! I right. thought Blue Beetle. I thought Blue Beetle was safe. It wasn't. I thought it was safe too. But now there's there's news that they're going to touch that too. So all that future stuff is getting touched right now, except for fucking Black Adam because nobody wants to fuck with the Rock. Nobody's gonna fuck with the Rock. You're so right. I'm surprised Shazam is seeing the light of day. Shazam is going to see the light of day because he's probably going to have a cameo at the end of the movie. And it's also, I guess, it's easy money for them because it's probably not one of the more expensive ones, right? And they know it'll do well because the first one did really well. It's more family oriented. They can sell more toys. Right. I mean, even even all the money they're throwing at Hank and Hank is like, I'm not coming back to that shit. That's what surprises me. You would think that would be the easy, the easy one. You would think the Flash would be the easy one. And I also read today that it really comes down to three options. They're either A, going to do the Flash and release it, but do it on limited press and basically say, Ezra, you can talk to this many people and that's it. We don't want you doing any press, hardly any press. Mm-hmm. B, they release it and don't let them do any press. So they still release it. But Ezra, you can't talk to anybody. You're being mm-hmm. sequestered, you know, or or C, they shelve it all together. I just I don't two hundred million dollars, man. I just and that's just production alone. That's not even advertising or anything like I don't know, man. Two hundred fucking say, million dollars. I say, I say A or C. A O C. A O C. Yep. Like if if they they're either gonna keep his mouth shut or they're gonna just say fuck it we we'll take this ale Discovery's coming in with more money anyway. We don't really care at the end of the day, right? But, but we do care about Keaton. Like don't we want to see that? I, I I care I care. The only reason I care because is because this Flash is gonna finish that Snyderverse stuff. If they yeah. if they if once they you know go all the way through with this overhaul because I guess Wonder Woman is done. You know, she's part of that Snyderverse stuff. Uh, there's no telling about Aquaman at this point. Well, actually, the the uh, the new president or whatever his name is, uh, whatever his title is, he indicated that Gal Gadot is actually still around because uh, in his in his exact words, I think he I, I think I can kind of misquote him here, but he said that she plays ball. Mm-hmm. In other words, like she's willing to go along with all the changes and the people that aren't are like just being completely. Well, I mean, I I wouldn't knock her for it because a gal has, she's made her buck. She's made it off. I mean, if they shelve Wonder Woman through right now, I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be mad either. Right. Cause I mean, one and two are good enough for me, but I, one is good enough for me, but I know, but I'm not going to be mad if we get another one either. I mean, I love seeing her. I, I love seeing her too, but I, I I understand why she she's willing to play ball because at this point it's just whatever. Right. Right. She's like, I'll make another one. I'll make another red notice too. You right. know, yeah. Bruce, you can do it. You know, I um I make a red notice. I make it a Wonder Woman. I make it a I make it a all the movies. I don't know why she's Italian again. She's, <laughs> Bruce, you you can do it, Bruce. Bruce, no. 
What movie are you making tonight, Diana? Oh, I was just going to make another Wonder Woman movie, but I might do a, a flash cameo. I don't know. I don't. I play ball. Where are you from, Diana? Well, I guess I'm from Israel, but I'm from, supposed to be from Timiskera. So everyone from Timiskera has to have Israeli accent now. Put this oil on, Diana. I don't see this in the script, but okay, I put it on real quick. I think. Why are the lights dimming? I don't know. Spread eagle, Diana. Oh my goodness, I feel a little lightheaded. Is there something in the drink you gave me? I. Uh... Now you have a POV of Wonder Woman. End scene. Okay. End scene. <laughs> <sighs> and that's it. That's your uh, uh, newsline <clears throat> of Warner Brothers. <laughs> right now. That's our segment. That's our segment. All right, back to the Comic Condies. Alexander Moe, Heart of Ice, he says. And I of agree. Course. Of course. That Mr. Freeze, Victor Von Freeze. Can't make this shit up, kids. Mm -hmm. um, and some guy wrote Days of Future Past. I don't know who that was. What? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> what a story arc. Right. In X-Men. In the. <laughs> what a story arc. You just like that Wolverine with the gray streaks. You fucking right. You love I that love, shit. I love gray streaks. Old Wolverine. Yeah. I, like, I love an old Wolverine and I love a Batman with a five o'clock shadow. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, me too. Me too. And going back to the Keaton thing, I, I, the Flash thing, I mean, I was excited about seeing Affleck and Keaton in the same goddamn movie. Yeah. You know? I mean, because that Affleck always had that that five o'clock. Oh man, you know. I mean, I, I've I've said it before. I'll say it again. Affleck is what Batman's supposed to look like. I agree. I agree. He's supposed to look like Ben Affleck. He is the chin, the body, the body, the the gruff, the gruff. Yeah, Keaton is what Batman's supposed to sound like, right? Well, or Val Kilmer. I, I think I think Batman's supposed to sound like Val Kilmer. Harvey, <laughs> I can't even do it. I have to choose because I'm both. What does he say at the end when he throws bats all the bats on Rodis Dr. Meridian? Right, right. <laughs> so serious. Did you finish any of that Sandman stuff, by the way? Haven't started. Yeah, okay. Let me know when you do. Okay. About, I, I, I tried to finish it. I did about four or five. I loved it at first, but then it kind of went somewhere and I have no idea what the fuck happened. I'm, I was actually debating about watching uh, Prey again, the Comanche version. Why wouldn't the you? Comanche dub? Oh, the Comanche version. Yes. In Comanche. In Comanche dub, yeah. It's, yeah. On, it's on Hulu, yeah. I read about that, yeah. Are you going to watch that? I'm going to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when they dubbed it, are they speaking it fluently, or is it like dubbed with oh, the subtitles? That's a surprise. That's a surprise. Oh, I'm waiting for it. Okay. Because I'm guessing it wouldn't be that difficult if Apocalypto can do it. Right. Not to say Apocalypto with Comanches. I'm just saying the dialect <laughs> is just as tough. That was a, that was a good save because we have listeners that will that. We, have, that. we have listeners that will email us. I can I can murder women all night, but I'm not messing with Native Americans. No, you're not. You can't do that. I mean, God forbid you call Namor Aztec and Mayan, and then you're going to get it. You're going to get Woo! it. You know. But we love all our comic contest writing in and correcting us when we need to be corrected. So, by all means, I welcome it. We're going to probably, I don't know, this will probably be like the end of this episode because I don't know if I'm going to put out the commentary like all in this one episode, right? Yeah, Are we that, gonna... That'd probably be a lot. Yeah. So maybe we'll just cut short here. And if you guys want to listen to the commentary, I think we're going to do this on like a little Patreon thing, you know? Yeah. That'll work. You know? That'll work. Because it's going to be gonna be a lot of chunk you know yeah it's gonna be a lot but hey yeah. but you got you, i agree i agree you, you can cut it right here we'll cut it right here yeah we'll catch you next week mm -hmm. on, a, on a brand new comic cons podcast on a brand new adventure brand new adventure and you and you'll hear the narrator go previously on comic cons oh man wow you know is that what uh i think the animated series was missing that too Oh yeah, actually, you would get it on the um, on the two parters. On some of the two parts, I remember. You that. would you get you would get like previously, you know. I don't know who would say it though. Would it be Kevin? Was it Conroy? It might have been Conroy saying it. Yeah. Or it might have been an announcer like like uh, you know, what was the name Pardo from Saturday Night Live? Previously on Batman the animated series, you know, what was it Glenn Pardo? 
Rest in peace. The name, I don't know the name. I know I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Remember? They don't he he's not around anymore, so they don't even oh. do the it's Saturday Night Live. That guy's gone. They don't do it anymore. Nope. It doesn't have the same tinge. He was gone. He was gone for a minute before yeah. uh, the new guy. Uh, not the new guy. He's not the new guy, but the, I can't remember his name. He I don't even think they do it. Period. Now. Oh, they still do it. Do they? Yeah, they still do it. They still have a guy that goes starring right, Keenan Thompson. He used to be a cast member himself. Oh, is it? Oh, did they get what's his name? Uh, Chris Parnell. You are you are good with names. I tell you that. <laughs> You're good with names. <laughs> I don't know names. <sighs> that would be my, that would be, I would be the villain, the namer or something like that. I'd be able to like name the everything, name. you know. Uh, I have a name for you, Batman. Like, like Captain Coco anymore? No, it's too much. I don't want to watch everybody have their way, you know. Even if it's with their own neighbor's wives, I don't want to. Oh, okay. You know. You had the power of persuasion of the Coco. You didn't. I didn't like it. I mean, what's the point? You know, I mean, invisibility would be kind of cool, but we all know where that would lead me, you know. Down a rabbit hole of anuses. <laughs> right. Why does it have to be? All right, kids, it's just fiction. You know the drill. Tune in next week for a brand new episode of Adventure and Murder Mayhem. And Murder Mayhem. <laughs> Good night. Good night.